Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Here, from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland, with your host, Tiffany Anton, Director of Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, and welcome to Powered by Her and the Hinton Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and I have Susan Stone in today with Susan Stone Design. Hi, Susan. Hi. I have been a fangirl for a long time. <laughs> Maybe a little too much for you. Um, but your design, so you do um, pottery. I do. Ceramics? What's the difference? Um, well, I think ceramics probably covers all of clay mm-hmm. products. Um, pottery is usually more of the functional um, mugs and bowls and things like that is usually what you're talking about. Okay, so you mm-hmm. do pottery. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and so, and your pottery is so distinct that you can just know that's a Susan Stone right there. Like, right. people just know. Um, good. good. <laughs> um, when I first started out, I was making pretty, you know, functional brown stoneware. Um, and people would get me confused with other artists all the time. And um, it just it wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started really thinking about um, what inspired me what artists inspired me um what I like to look at mostly uh and realize that I was making the wrong kind of work for what I loved yeah. so um did some research um and this was you know I, I looked online I, I found artists that did things that I, I enjoyed and um just made it my own uh, I had a studio that looked out over my, you know, into the backyard and, and I saw the birds at my bird feeder. And so I started sketching out little birds on my table and, um, I love bright, happy colors. So I just, yeah, they don't look that color or really look like that in real life, but this is how I see them. So, so there's so for, for people who haven't seen your designs mm-hmm. yet, um, there's kind of this iconic bird that's mm-hmm. your bird, um, and and you drew this bird. I take it, yes. Um, so mm-hmm. you design this bird, and this bird comes in different colors, and it's just very, it's almost cartoonish, yes, um, but somewhat realistic too. So it's a very, um, really kind of right in the middle of of the two between realism and and cartoonism. Uh, yeah, he's he's quirky. Um, Does yeah. he have a name? No, it's just you know my bird. Um, <laughs> he's quirky. He's whimsical. Um, I mean, you know, and he just, he makes you smile. He's just kind of silly. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's go back. So are you originally from here? Kind of what's your backstory? Mostly. Uh, I've lived in Cookville most of my life. Um, was born in Arizona and then we moved here when I was probably three or four. Um, and due to my dad's job, we were transferred a couple more times and then my parents just loved it so much. They, they moved back here. Um, my dad's now retired and um so I mean, yeah it's just it's been home we've I've traveled I've moved other places um just kind of and how long when was it when they kind of decided to settle here um I think they decided to settle here uh late 80s okay so so you were still in school at the time and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so you kind of you graduated from here and I did. I went to the, you know, Cookville High School, and um, then I ended up going to Tennessee Tech, and not really with an idea of what I wanted to do, but... Um, That's just what you were supposed to do at that time. Right. And, um, you know, I always loved art, but I just 
didn't see that as an option. Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem like a grown-up thing to do. Do you think that that was um, outside influences? I think that sometimes um, the arts get kind of almost mm-hmm. some similar to entrepreneurship. It gets a bad rap that that's mm-hmm. not, well, no, but what what do you really want to do? Like, what do you, right. how are you going to make money? Right. Um, and yeah, I, I got that. Um, you know, my mom and dad both are actually, um, they they were hobby artists themselves. However, there was a lot of, well, how are you going to support yourself? Mm-hmm. I mean, they encouraged me to be artistic, but also realistic. Um, and so I was like, well, I don't know. So, so when you were, you know, little Susan at, at 10 years old, mm-hmm. what did you want to do with your life at when you were, you know, when people would ask you growing up, what were you going to do? Um, I think, you know, I think I wanted to be a dental hygienist or an orthodontist. Um, I think that those were the people that were, I thought were cool at the time. Um, <laughs> some about the mouth. Some, I don't know. Smiles. I think that just like you were vulnerable and then all of a sudden they're, but they're really nice, <laughs> even though they had their hands in your mouth. I don't know. Did you um, have braces growing up? Was oh, yeah. there a great orthodontist that you had that, yes. <laughs> that really influenced you? I think you? I had to write a paper on, um. For career day or something and so I wrote it about my orthodontist <laughs> that's an interesting I know interesting tangent that we just went there but, <laughs> um so you went to Tennessee Tech and I you did. start you know because that's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. you didn't want to major in art because that's not what you're supposed to do right you right know? I needed to have something a little more real um, real and so I studied history um but I started thinking about well I don't really want to do anything I don't want to be a teacher, and I don't want to be a, a lawyer. Maybe I should take some art classes. So I started with one art class, and, um, of course, I loved it because I've always been an artsy kid um, and just started taking another one. took one up at the craft center. I took um, my first clay class, and that was it. And you just were in mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And so did you end up... Um, um, graduating with a degree in art or where I did okay Um, yeah I have bachelor's of um, fine arts with an emphasis in ceramics and so um, were were your fan club crowd you know parents support team were they like oh my gosh what is they were just happy that I got a degree because (laughs) I was thinking you know I can just take these skills that I'm learning and just go be a potter somewhere and yeah um, so they were thankful that I decided to finish out my degree. So after school, did you kind of think at that point, like, I'm going to start my own business? Were you, once you kind of got the art bug, were you thinking, what were you going to do with that? Um, wait tables. I just, um, I didn't <laughs> Starving know. artists, we, yeah, I, which we've talked about kind of yeah. outside of this. I didn't know what to do. I, I think that um, I was a little bit burnt out from school and... I wasn't sure what direction to take. I wasn't sure what people did next once they finished school. I didn't know how to become an um, an artist, you know, one that was making money. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, career artist, not a hobby artist. Exactly. So I um, I waited tables um, and and just you know, make, kind of was miserable, just not knowing how to take that next step. So were you were just kind of making an income, but were you mm-hmm. doing art on the side still? No. Mm. No. Um, well, no, not really. Do you think that, I mean, as art people, creative people, 
you need that outlet, right? Like, and, yeah. And so I think I was baking a lot, which is, you know, I could do that in my kitchen. I didn't have the equipment to be a potter. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have a yeah. space to be a potter. That's um, interesting. I've never really thought about the fact that there's a lot more equipment, you know, to be a painter, mm-hmm. minimal paint, you know, um, equipment to be a, a sketch artist, mm-hmm. definitely less equipment even there. Um, there's an investment to be a potter. There is. Um, you know, I didn't have a, a potter's wheel. I didn't have a kiln. I didn't have um, studio space. And um, I just couldn't figure out how to take that step, like how to do that. Um, and so I just, you know, waited tables. I, I worked in a fabric store. Um, what else? I mean, I did other things and I tried to be, be creative at home, like baking or cooking. Um, I learned how to sew, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, so it's just kind of things to kind of piece together mm-hmm. at the time, kind of buying time. In case you're just joining us, we have Susan Stone with Susan Stone Design in the Henson Oakley Pod- Podcast Center. Um, and so where, at what point did you think, okay, I, I want to get back to this. I'm going to make this happen. Uh, I, get, I think I had a conversation with um, someone that I worked for at the fabric store. Um, he had asked, you know, what did you go to school for? And I said, well, i got a fine arts degree and with ceramics emphasis. And he was like, why aren't you doing that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so um, I, I went home and, and, you know, figured it out. Like, okay, I need a wheel. I need a studio space. Um, I need a kiln, you know, some shelves, a work table. Um, and, and how did you take that step to make that happen? So you, you decided, I mean, that's an investment mm-hmm. and that's a business investment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you weren't thinking about it at the time. Um, but how did you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm going to get these things. I'm going to start this business and, and go forward. Um, well, I threw a fit maybe. <laughs> I mean, I just decided that this is what I wanted and it was silly that I was wasting my time working for someone else, um, when I should be working for myself. So, um, I just, you know, kind of begged for the, for the equipment. Did you get some investment from like other people kind of loaned you money or? Uh, no, I have, um, my, my first husband was probably, um, guilted into getting this for me. So Mm -hmm. that's quite the birthday present. It was, it was like my birthday and Christmas for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what year was that when you, and, and it was not Susan Stone at the time. It was, um, let's see, it was Addled Hill Pottery for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, before that it was Susan Smith Clay. Um, and that's what I started as I was married previously. And, um, I guess he, you know, he helped me finance the business. So, um, yeah, I just, um, I started off doing that and just, Figuring it out. Like, so what year was that that you... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, maybe 2005 or okay. something like that. Yeah, 2005. So that's real real fun, too. That So it's 2005. Uh, the economy is about to crash in a couple of years. And you're like, yeah, let me be an artist mm-hmm. um, where the economy is crashing and I'm going to have an, a, a business that's, you know, an art business. I didn't really think about it. I just <laughs> thought about what I wanted. Yeah. 
And Which is what most entrepreneurs do, yeah. right? That's and you're passionate about what you're passionate mm-hmm. about, and you're like, I see the line, I see the race I'm running, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be distracted by these other things. Exactly. I mean, and I'm you know stubborn by nature, and so this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to do, and you know, here we go. So, um, and we, I talk about this a lot, and we've we, you've got gone through some of the programs with the Biz Foundry, and so you know art. Mm-hmm. But then to know the business aspect and to learn the business aspect is not always in, intuitive um, to anyone. I say that I, that's not any slam on artists. It's in general, um, right. whatever your trade is, you know that trade, you know clothes, you know jewelry, you know whatever. Um, but that does not mean that you know business. So how did you, um, how were you able to kind of come up with a, a functioning business? Well, um I guess, I've, I guess it was just very basic. I, if I had money, then it was working. If I didn't, then it wasn't. Um, you know, I didn't use credit cards. I didn't, I'm, I'm not very good with that sort of thing. I learned in college. So um, I was very strict with myself. You know, if there's money in the bank account, then we can use that for the business, um, you know, and just figure it out try to go to sales craft fairs um that sort of thing was there a point where you thought okay i want to grow this and i want to make this a a more functioning career for me than just making art and selling it Mm -hmm. where i want this to be maybe maybe this money is the money for my mortgage or maybe Mm -hmm. this money really is supporting my family and my life um, where it wasn't just if there's money in the bank, there's money in the bank and we're doing okay. Where it was like, okay, let me think about mm-hmm. how much I'm pricing this at and and is this worth my time and is this worth all that kind of stuff? Uh, that probably just happened the last few years. Um, just, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I'm growing up, I guess. <laughs> um, and But I could see the potential and I could see that what I had been doing wasn't really working. And, you know, we tried several different ways of of making this business work you know going to more craft fairs um selling more online um selling out of the studio you know just tried different things to see what would work um and then you know this summer decided that you know all these things are great and we've survived this long but i feel like there's more out there there's more potential for this business so so, and like you said, I'm kind of growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at it more from the business mm-hmm. perspective than just right. this is what I like to do. Right. And I want to grow this and I, I'd like to make money at this. Exactly. We've made the joke about starving artists before. And um, and we've kind of said and sometimes that's a choice to be the starving artist right. of, of not really taking the time out. And, and it is hard for you and, and, and most entrepreneurs to stop doing what you're doing, to stop sitting, you know, spending your time on the potter's wheel mm-hmm. and to take the time out and let me sit down and look at these numbers. Right. And how do you, what advice would you give to people who want, who want to work on their business, but they can't get out of like, they can't get out of doing it. They want, but to actually try and grow their business. Uh, well, okay. So this year, my mantra was and has been since January: work smarter, not harder. So, um, I, I wanted to 
do less traveling because that's very expensive. These festivals and craft fairs are expensive. And um, maybe do more wholesale. So I started crunching the numbers, looking at whether or not that's feasible for what I'm doing. Um, And then there's a tornado and then there's, you know, the pandemic. And so just be flexible, you know, because things are going to change. Even you've got this this great idea or this plan that you're going to change the world and just be flexible because things will change. Well, and how do you how do you make sure that do you try and set time aside weekly, daily, mm. whatever to 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 get out of you know the the artistic side and actually in the business side, or how how do you manage actually, them? Yeah, actually, um, so I haven't. I've just kind of like if it's something that needs to get done, that you know I need to pay sales tax or I need to write the newsletter or you know do some marketing or marketing mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. I. I would set time aside for that, but after taking the Biz Foundry class, I've decided that I need to take at least a day a week to just devote to the business, learning about the business, learning um, what I need to do to grow. Do you think, so you've been in this for 15 years now, that's right? Yeah. 15 years. That's that's a long time. Yeah. And so, and now you're, you're just now saying, okay, I'm, I'm. I want this business to thrive as a business, not just as. Right. Um, do you wish you would have done it earlier or do you think it's n- never too late and you just want to. Uh, I don't think it's I, I don't feel. I don't know. Um, I don't regret not doing it earlier. I think that I've learned a lot because I've tried everything up until <laughs> this point to make this work. But no, it's it's never too late. Yeah. Well, and I think it's always uh, a time to, to grow. There's always room for growth and Mm -hmm. whether you're already have this huge thriving business and you want to take a leap to whatever other um, pay bracket, or you want to, you know, hire people onto your team, whatever lofty goals you have, you, there's always room to go forward. There's always room to do more. Um, And, and now taking the time to kind of make it a business is, is really admirable. And, um, hopefully we'll, you know, you'll see a lot of growth. Um, in case you're just joining us, we have Susan Stone with Susan Stone Design in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. Do you think that there were times in the last 15 years that you thought, mm, this is not going to work. I need to go get a quote unquote real job. I, 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 I don't like thinking that entrepreneurs don't have a real job. I think that's a horrible mindset, but I, I can see that society places that on people. Sure. Um, were there times where you thought, yes, I can't do this. Lots, lots of times. Um, and actually I went back to school for, um, graphic design early on because I thought, you know, the designs that I have are great on pottery, but wouldn't it look great on, you know, a bedspread or something like that. And I'd met a woman who was doing that sort of thing. She had started in clay, um, and then she learned Photoshop and, and Adobe Illustrator and things like that and was able to sell her designs on other things. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to school for graphic design and actually turned, you know, became a graphic designer for a while. I was, um, I worked, I guess, I don't, off and on 
full-time, part-time as I was making pottery, kind of, you know, to supplement. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I love that experience. I love being able to know how to use that software and to be able to put my designs on, um, you know, different things. I, I think... I, I don't see your mask right now, but I think that mm-hmm. you um, you have your bird on a mask, right? I, I do. So, yeah, we started um, printmaking this summer, um, my husband and I. We, um, you know, he was home yeah. for a little while, so we had some time on our hands, and it's something that we'd always wanted to do. So we um, have taken the bird to textiles, so like on tea towels and tote bags and things like that. I have a sticker on my computer that has a bird on it. So, um, yeah, I mean, and it, and like I said, it's just so iconic. Like, I mean, people know that that's you. So the bird is one thing, but mm-hmm. you can tell you, you have a Turkey, um, mug that you're selling yeah. this, this month for, um, Thanksgiving. What, what do you think it is the element that sets you apart that people just know it's yours? Um, well, I think I'm a little crazy. Um, (laughs) and I see things differently maybe. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just want things to be happy and, and a little bit silly, um, lighthearted, you know, I just, I want people to have that, excuse me, reaction of, of smiling and and feeling warm and happy, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, one of your designs is a, um, a rainbow, so it's just mm-hmm. the bird's not even on it. It's just a rainbow kind of um, design, and, and that definitely just oozes that happiness of just yeah. um, feeling good and all that kind of. And even your turkey kind of has that feel good. Have you ever thought about um, being an illustrator? Uh, you know, I think that that was probably what I truly wanted to do when I was a kid. Um, you know, the orthodontist thing was just to make my mom happy, probably. <laughs> um, but or maybe to like honor the the awesome orthodontist. Yeah, have. exactly. Um, but I, I think I was always doodling. You know, in class I was always doodling. There was um, notebooks full of of uh, you know a couple of notes and then a bunch of sketches that I did. You didn't have to put your name on your papers because they knew it was yours with your, your yeah. doodles on the side. <laughs> there might have actually been a, a chemistry pop quiz with just a flower on it. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Um, <laughs> so, um, so you you have this this skill of pottery and artist mm-hmm. or um, drawing. Mm-hmm. What 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 do you see happening next for you? What do you see? Um. Growth, you know. I, and, and what does growth look like to you? It looks like um, not being, you know, the studio right now is, is taking over our house. Um, I think there are two rooms left that don't have something to do with our, our studio or the business um, in it. So I'd, I'd like to expand. Um, I would like to let people, you know, I want people to have access to it and, so I'm learning how to market it where new people are going to learn about it. Um, and right now I'm, I've, I'm as busy as I can be. And so I'm, I'm interested in finding help eventually, you know. And that's got to be, as a, a business owner, that's kind of a, a landmark for sure. A, a, 
a goal of hiring somebody and having somebody on to, to do some of those things, whether it is um, just the business aspect or some of the art stuff too, of, of hiring somebody on. Yeah. And there, there's definitely room for that. Um, I need to kind of let go of some things, but um, yeah, I think there's totally room for it. And I think that it would be a very good idea in some parts of it mm-hmm. to have help. Yeah. Well, and I think as women, it's hard for us to let go of some of that. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily control. Maybe it's a little bit, but some of it is just that we care so much about whatever it is that we're doing mm-hmm. that we want to make sure that somebody else cares as much as we do. And so right. it's hard to make, sh- to, to trust that somebody else is going to, um, you know, invest into it, what you have especially with 15 years of prior, you know, yeah, exactly. TLC towards this business. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to even fathom. Yeah. Of, of, of giving up that control. But I think exactly. the other thing is just, I'm sure there's parts of you that there's some excitement of, of the possibilities of what you, what else you could do mm-hmm. if you have some, you know, a team member. I think when, with hiring um, someone on your team, it's really important to just take the time to find the right person. And um, one thing I've kind of learned in business is that what they, their qualifications on a piece of paper are not nearly as important as the chemistry and relationship that you have with that person. Right. And so um, when I started working at the job I have right now, I, I, for a long time, I was like, I hope no one knows how unqualified I am for my job because I don't, I didn't have any experience with a website or magazine or, um, but I had a lot of drive and passion. And so, you know, I, I could be successful in what I was doing because of that drive and passion. And so it kind of can work out in the long run. Um, but it is very hard as a business owner to hire those people and trust in that. Right. Well, and I think that um, I'm mostly hesitant about it because I need to be able to communicate to that person what I need. Mm -hmm. And and that I'm not always good at that. Well, and I think it it is taking some time time to slow down. And again, Mm -hmm. as women, as entrepreneurs, we're just kind of like, go, 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 go. And so it it takes us some time to, okay, what do we need? Mm -hmm. What what are our needs? What is, you know, and kind of having some conversations with ourselves to kind of touch base on on where we're at and where we want to go. Exactly. So if people are trying to find you, how can people find Susan Stone Design? Well, uh, first place you can find me is on my website. It's uh, susanstonedesign.com. And then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Susan Stone Design. Um, And, you know, I have a studio in town right now. It's not open um, for visits. Um, It is in our house, so it's and it's small. Um, yeah. But I'll be doing a holiday sale in um, November, and it'll be at the house outside under a big tent. Well, we will look forward to seeing that on um, social media and see, you know, kind of follow you along. Thank you so much for coming in today. Any parting words that you want to tell any either artists or female entrepreneurs? Um, just don't give up. If this is what you want, just do it. Even, you know, make it be work. a little bit stubborn. Make it work. Yeah. Exactly. Be a little bit stubborn. I think that that's, as women, that's really hard sometimes because mm-hmm. you can kind of, that can be taken as a negative. So make the stubbornness work for you in the positive way is really a great advice. Right. 
I love that. Thank you so much for coming in and um, go check out Susan Stone Design. Check out her website and on Instagram and definitely check out her little bird. That's her iconic, uh, her, her, her little guy. So thank you so much. You've been listening to Powered by Her. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. 